Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called Bussy Wide Open. The ingredients that you need for this cocktail are two ounces of gin, a dash of lemon or lime juice, a half a teaspoon of super fine sugar, one egg white, that's optional, three ounces of soda water, one maraschino cherry for garnish, and a cup of water. So what you're going to do to make this cocktail is grab an old-fashioned glass, get a garnish lemon, get a lemon for garnish, sorry y'all, and you're going to pour all the ingredients on the rocks and then enjoy it and you're probably going to bust it wide open later. Gin will make you sin. It will, but it had all that water. It wasn't sounding, ooh, I don't know if I could drink that one. Gin is hard to take. How about when I was younger and I was at an older dude's house and he all he had was gin? I was like, let's take shots. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that gin is not like what you take shots of. Yeah, you got to be real careful with that. What happened? Uh, everything was a spicy. Cocktail? Like, uh, girl, a whole day, a cocktail that I won't even remember. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> that's probably a juicy one. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, welcome back to Cocktails Dirty Discussions, you guys. Hey y'all. It's just us two today. So we're gonna do some catching up and talking about a bunch of random things. Um How you been, Kiki? I've been okay. I have been trying again. It's like every day I swear, y'all, I have to start over because I fuck up. What you with mean? my um with working out and um trying to stick to this made-up diet I gave myself. I'm just trying to make better choices. It's not even a... It's like a real diet change. Mm-hmm. You're trying to make better choices. Like, what made-up diet did you make? Like, Well, I just decided I was not going to have anything fried. That's amazing. Um, And I was going to try and eat less meat mm-hmm. and try and have more fruits and vegetables. Come like I, I eat fruits and vegetables, but I love meat. Really? I, just, I sometimes ooh. try to, like, wonder, like, do we just love the texture of meat? Because since I have given up land animals and I have, like, really been eating jackfruit a lot and it has the same texture as meat, it truly does. I want to make it for you one day and see if you're like, wow, this I really don't like jackfruit. Have I've you tried, tried it, it barbecued? Mm-hmm. And I got it from Whole Foods. It was barbecued jackfruit. And you got to make it, it yourself because, you know, you can add your own mm-hmm. little twang to it. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I It hasn't been hard for me giving up meat this time. Like, the first couple times it was hard and I was sneaking meat and acting like I wasn't. Part of it is the texture. The Flavor, yes, but the texture too. Like I just like it. I like the way it smells. Mm-hmm. I just love meat. One I step really at a time. Do. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm going out of town this weekend. Going to Louisiana. Visit the family. Um, I'm also going to be doing some work while I'm there mm-hmm. on my um my little research project for my family history. Do you have any booze in Natchitoches? Oh, no, ma'am. No. <laughs> so no cocktails will be made? There will be no cocktails. I was thinking about dipping off to Dallas. Is it far? Um, well, it's going to be three hours from the hospital where my grandfather is having the God surgery. Damn. But I was just going to fly back from Dallas instead of coming back straight from Shreveport. Because, mm-hmm. you know, my sister's going, too. So mm-hmm. she's driving. So I was just going to ride back with her to Dallas and then fly out of Dallas to come back to Atlanta. But um, I decided against that. Um so no, there will be no cocktails. Well, um, but wait. you know, I'm excited to go down there. I always feel refreshed when I come back mm-hmm. from Louisiana and Texas. What's been going on with you? So how about I just came back from my nephew getting his first haircut? Oh. We, girl, the whole family was up in the barbershop. Are you like serious? I felt like like I don't know what I felt like, but it was so emotional. Margo really? was crying. Yeah, I was. My eyes got super juicy. Why? Because it's just like wow. Like first of all, Zane handled it like. Like he has just been through life before. We were worried. Like, how is he going to be? You know how some little boys be screaming, trying to crawl out the chair. They falling out. How old is he again? He's one. Okay. And he just sat down. We explained to him what was about to happen. The barber, who was fine as hell, <laughs> let him like hold a little like safety buzzer so he could feel how it was about to feel. Uh-huh. Zane smiled. He put his thumb in his mouth and the man gave him the haircut. And he was just he just sat there with his thumb in his mouth the whole time. He did not fall out. Not once. What kind of cut did he get? He just got a little like uh, like I don't know. It's a little baby fade. Like I don't know. They didn't. They, they didn't do much because mm-hmm. you can only get so close. But he got a slight little edge up because then he did start moving. Like, please let me get it. It was just the cutest thing, and I just can't believe he's growing up so fast. All right, you're gonna be next. 
I hope. (laughs) But let me tell you this before we move on. The girl that sent in an advice letter a couple weeks ago about her being gay and her friend trying to. She sent me an inbox and let me know an update. The girl still ain't talking to her. I was like, oh, we'll just keep trying, girl. Or just find another girl. There's plenty of girls out here who can eat your pussy good. (laughs) And that's just that. Um, So speaking of good feelings, you want to move on to weird sex? Let's go. You said a man is not a necessity, a man is a luxury, like dessert. <laughs> yeah. A man is absolutely not a necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. Okay, so um, I have a couple of things for weird sex. I brought um, some of those sex chocolates. Mm. And Joy here was saying I was trying to get the whole studio horny. I am. Not so that we can do anything inappropriate. I just want to see if I am, if something's wrong with my body. Because I, I took the chocolates the first time and I felt like maybe it made me horny. But I feel like it was just the normal thing that happens. So I'm sitting here eating a lot. I gave Medina some already. I took a nice little hefty chunk and I'm not going to lie. Like I'm feeling something, but I don't know what I'm feeling. It's almost like when you're not high anymore, you're coming down off the high. That's what Mm -hmm. I'm feeling. It has all of these things in it. It has, um, ginkgo biloba, Siberian ginseng, guarana, some other shit I can't pronounce, ginger, some more stuff, some more stuff. And horny goat weed, which I am familiar with. It tastes good. It tastes good. It's an amaretto flavor. We're going to see um, by the time we get to the cocktails if I'm feeling frisky or not. Right. Because right now I have an embarrassing story, but maybe if the juices get flowing, I will have... Oh, um, for your cocktail? Uh-huh, I, I got a, a funny one. as fuck one. So for... I also brought the Sprite. So remember when we did booze and nudes? I let you try mint. Mm-hmm. Th- this is the spray that you can spray in the back of your throat to numb your throat. And I was thinking that if you use the spray instead of the mints, that it will actually hit the back of your throat. Because remember, our tongues were kind of numb. Mm-hmm. The shit works. You did it. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I didn't like suck a dick after oh. I sprayed it, but it numbed my throat. And then I brought. Well, that doesn't matter. But I tried it. It does numb your throat. Um, I'll you gotta back. do it again and suck a dick. Like. Yeah, I gotta remember to suck the dick or to pull this out when I'm about to suck the dick because I didn't. But I feel like it had lasting effects because you know I was feeling very relaxed in my throat area. I was able to go a wow. little bit further. Yeah. So this is some good stuff. It's called Good Head. Don't mystical. Choke. Mint Deep Throat Oral Anesthetic Spray by Doc Johnson. What a funny name. Okay, so now um, we were talking about orgasms earlier. Were we? Oh, we sure Yeah, before we started recording. Is Um, this still weird sex? mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, So this guy has suffered uh, um, from 100 orgasms each day, but does not enjoy a single one. Is that not crazy? So his name is Dale Decker, and he's the first man to ever speak publicly about persistent genital arousal syndrome, a condition he developed in September of 2012 when he slipped a disc in his back while getting out of a chair. He wasn't even fucking when he got it. Okay, so... Um, on his way to the hospital, he su- he suffered his first five orgasms and has been given no respite from them since. The painful pelvic episodes have left him housebound and isolated through fear of suffering a public orgasm. Dale lives in Two Rivers, Wisconsin with his wife, April, and two sons, Christian, 12, and Tayton, 11. While she does everything she can to support him, April is finding Dale's condition just as hard to live with as he is. The horrific condition has cost Dale many of his friends and the relationship he shares with the sons um, has also been affected. Despite suffering a near constant erection, Dale and April rarely have sex. So he's just, is it just hard or he's busting nuts all day long? So, um, I'm guessing he has a constant erection and he's busting all day long. That's crazy. And it's crazy that he got that from like getting out of a chair or whatever the fuck. Have you ever been like getting your hair braided and all of a sudden you feel like you're about to come? No. Oh, there's like certain angles on my head and I'd be like, why does this feel good? Or when I'm doing certain like exercises, certain exercises. okay, but no, the braids are usually painful. I'm just like, 
I just gotta <laughs> suffer through and make it. Mm, I don't want to lose my edges. You know, it's a lot of other things. Going it's on just when mind. they get to the crown of my head, I can like feel it in my when vagina. They wash my hair, mm-hmm. and then I mean. they get that the nape of my neck. I just be like, ooh, it's always giving me chills, and I just get the oh, nape my. of her neck. Yes, I just <laughs> I like it when they be back there. But I have yeah. mm-hmm. anyway. So that's it for weird sex. Um, did you hear Fergie singing the national anthem at the All Star game? Yes, I did. Girl. It was literally ridiculous. She sounded like somebody when they stubbed their toe. Like I was just like, how did they how did they rehearse this and who approved it? I don't know. I'm just wondering if she has like a bunch of yes men around her who were like, oh, yeah, girl, this sounds good. You're going to do something different. Basketball players were cracking up. The world was cracking up. Twitter was going crazy. I just I don't know why she did that. I don't know who gave her the confidence to do that. Maybe she's fucking somebody and he fucks her really good. And he just gave her a ton of confidence. And she was just like, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to remix the way. national anthem. And everybody's going to love it. And everybody hated it. Girl, bye. That, that was, was awful. That was awful. Have you seen Black Panther yet? Mm-hmm. I went and saw it oh, last that's week. right. You fell yeah. asleep. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to say that so you guys i have a it's almost like i'm narcoleptic or something i fall asleep at crazy times i've fallen asleep during sex even when it's good i've fallen asleep i've always fallen asleep in the movies that's like a given i've fallen asleep in the club like i've fallen asleep i can attest you to know this. i just fall asleep so the movie was great i saw it again and watched it and it was very hard for me to stay awake not because it wasn't good but mm-hmm. I just be tired and being in the movies I just feel so relaxed it's like dark you can just sit there and cuddle up to somebody or cuddle up to your purse mm-hmm. you know depending on who you're there with eat yeah. some good buttery popcorn did you see it? I haven't seen it yet. I'm trying to wait until like the hype dies down just a little bit I really have this thing about going to the movie theater when it's too packed I don't like it and uh-huh. I'm, I don't want to see everybody like being all dressed up and extra I love that everyone's doing that but when I go I just kind of want to be like I enjoyed seeing the extraness did you get extra I didn't I wish I would have but I was like you know honestly I don't know anything about the movie I don't know anything about the characters I've never really been into superheroes like that period Mm -hmm. so um when I got there I was like wow everybody is really showing out this is so cool but I wouldn't know who to dress up as maybe if I go see it again now that I've seen the movie <laughs> I can dress up as a character and I everybody gonna be along. looking regular by then you gonna yeah. be the only one but y'all know I don't care about being the only one looking extra I'll, I'll be here for it um did you see Black China's uh little sex tape situation I literally just watched it and I was like <gasps> only thing I could think of is like why you're like I think that she wanted this out because why do you think that you have a name already you're already like a whore to everybody and you let this nigga record you and it's not like it was, he was sneaking it it's right in the top well, of her forehead I don't I don't know when the video was recorded but I kind of felt like it's probably a revenge porn situation maybe I think it was a fresh porn because right now she's not really getting talked about even if about. it's fresh I feel like it could still be a revenge situation I don't think she put that out but I think this is what I'm did. saying like you knew somebody would do this to you people are what you're like it's like if somebody if Kim went and cheated on Kanye and she let him record it you know that nigga gonna release it because he's gonna get some type of check for it why the fuck i don't even let niggas record me and don't nobody know my damn name Mm, i guess i feel differently because like who who is the guy like we don't know who the guy is that might be somebody she was really fucking with it still doesn't doesn't matter like bro you got a name if you i just i mean maybe i'm just like beyonce because she likes to keep everything private if Mm -hmm. beyonce was cheating she's not gonna let you record her because she knows that shit could possibly get out or even if it's not cheating She's not going to let us take her and Jay-Z. Because I don't think it was a cheating situation either. I didn't. I was just confused. Like, what was the what was the goal? Because I feel like we've seen Black China fucking before. I, could, I don't feel like this was the first time that it's been out. She used to be a stripper. Rob put out all those pictures of her already. Like, how much more of the girl can we see? Like, what are you trying to do? And Black China is not a wholesome character. So I'm just like... This is just dumb. Like, you wanted to make a little money? Did anybody even make any money? Because, you know, sometimes when there's these tapes like that, they'll try and sell it to a blog mm-hmm. and somebody ends up leaking it first. So once it's already out there, it's like, boy, then bye. there's no money. Don't nobody even care. Yeah. And it's going to be over in a couple of days when the next situation happens. Tell me, like, walk me through your thought process. If you got on Instagram one day and you refreshed your page and there was like a, a short little snippet of you sucking somebody's dick. 
Does it look like how Black China was sucking dick? No. Oh, it was a good one. Like, let's say, <laughs> I don't know what it looked like, but it's on Instagram. It already has like 10,000 um, views and your inbox is blowing up. I would be embarrassed first. Would you cry? Um, I don't think I would cry. I don't know. Um, off the top of my head, I don't think I would cry. I would just feel really embarrassed and like my heart would probably be beating so fast. And then I would wonder who did this? <laughs> like who put this out there? Is it, was it the person who's in the video with me? Whose dick I'm sucking? Mm-hmm. Or did he send it to somebody else and then they put it out there? And then it's just like, why did y'all do this? That's that's what would go through my mind. What would go through yours? I'm girl, call me right away and make sure I haven't killed myself. I would literally, I would I get nervous when I get on my Instagram page and it, it like locks me out. I'm like somebody has hacked me and the worst thing is probably posted on my page right now. <laughs> I like that's the first thing that always goes to my mind when that happened. I would have a heart attack. I would have a fucking heart attack. Really? I never want shit like that put out about me. Like I don't want to put it out about me either but it's I guess I'm just of the mindset of once it's out there on the internet me being upset is out there and at this point is nothing I can do about it and I cannot allow myself to go completely crazy because it's out there like even if I had the money to pay everybody to take it down like nothing on the internet dies I'm saying my first initial response I wouldn't my first response wouldn't be like it's out there Well, not like that, but it's still like I'm not gonna have a heart attack or Girl, kill I'm having myself. a motherfucking heart attack. It would just be really, really shocking. What would you do if you saw if you got on Instagram and you saw like a video of that with like a really close relative? I would call them right away. I, I would I would call them and be like, okay, first of all, have you been on the internet and do you know what I'm calling you about? I wouldn't be like, oh, girl, your ass is out on the... And then if, depending on her response or his mm-hmm. response, well, they're like, no, that's how what's, I would... What's going on? And I would be like, have a seat. I'm about <laughs> to send you the, this, check it and, uh-huh. and have a seat when you check it and tell me what, if there's anything I can do to help or what do we need to do to get, who, you know, yeah, who, how do like, we sue people? What's step two? Yeah. Because I don't really know anybody right now in my family that would be like gung-ho about it. Like, oh, we about to be famous. You know what I mean? I don't know anybody. If I knew they were going to be like that, then I'd be like, hey, girl, you made it. <laughs> you got a million people. Like, you know I what I mean? hope nobody is um, thinking that at this point, <laughs> unless you just want a career specifically in porn. That's not the way to go. Y'all, it's Kim just was not. lucky. Kim was lucky. And Kim was already rich, honestly. And and besides that like think about all the other people who have come along it hasn't worked for anybody else Paris Hilton was rich as fuck and her career her career she's doing well as a DJ now but it's like she didn't have the same level of fame as Kim Kardashian did on the same track Paris Hilton is a DJ right now yeah (laughs) she's a DJ and she is like one of the top paid DJs they she goes around the world I forget how much she makes but it's like a ton of money like google it when you get a chance and she really be mixing or she just puts her laptop on like um I don't know I've not seen her but I think she's really up there like mixing so she's like yeah I love music and this is just something I kind of fell into and I love it and people pay her like top dollar to travel the fucking world as a DJ it's crazy she's already rich well hey you just gotta you gotta find your thing that's gonna make it happen for you make some some famous friends maybe that'll help (laughs) Kim did do that that helped her out a bit make some famous friends maybe fuck some famous niggas or girls I, I mean I don't know that's not gonna happen but hey Have you ever had a situation um, where you maybe it wasn't on the Internet, but there were pictures or any sort of revenge porn type stuff going around about like a close friend of yours? Mm, 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 mm. That happened to me before. I had a friend and somebody sent me a picture of her sucking somebody's dick. Like, I guess it was at a party or something. Was it me? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't you. I don't even think you know this person. Okay. Um, But it was a friend of mine. And um, I was just like, wait, because I was confused. I'm like, it's not coming from her. Why am I getting this? What is going on? And then when I talked to her about it, like. It was I almost felt like she was trying to say that I had something to do. It was just like she oh, got she so defensive. And it was just like, well, girl, I'm just telling you so that you know this is going on. But around. how I'm did not you tell her? It. I said, hey, we need to talk about something like this is in person, mm-hmm. not over the phone or anything like that. And I was like, I got this text message. It's a video of you. And I just want to show you. And then, you know, let's figure out what to do. So she was like. So why did why do you have the video, girl? I 
don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Someone sent this to me. It is going around town and I'm showing you so that you know that it's out there so that you're not blindsided by somebody who doesn't give a fuck about you. And how long did you have the video before you talked to her about it? Oh, it was within like hours. So it was like an immediate thing. I didn't hold on to it. It's Mm -hmm. like, okay, she's in class. Let me wait until she gets out of class so she can finish her class. And then we need to talk like I'm waiting on you. Did you show her the picture? It was a video. I showed it to her. I would have had see I would yeah, have had, and I, sh- I showed her in private because I felt like that was the best thing to do I didn't talk to any of my other friends about it and even after that happened I don't know if my other friends knew I kept it between her she and I I mean I'm telling the story now but I'm not gonna <laughs> say who she is or when this was but um yeah and it was just like it put me in an awkward position because I wanted to tell her so that she knew and then she got mad at me and I'm just like girl like, I didn't send the video. I didn't ask for the video. But the people talking about it, I guess they know that we know each other. I have no idea. Did, did y'all say friends? Or was she so mm-hmm. embarrassed that she was like, I just don't even want to talk to nobody? No, we stayed friends. She got, eventually she calmed down. Mm-hmm. And we figured out who did it and why. Did she sue him? Oh, he didn't post it on anything. So no, I guess she can't. she didn't sue him. But she, but she didn't know he was recording it. Um, I don't know if she knew. I think she was drunk. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much of it she really remember mm-hmm. so listen to this sort of um now i have a similar situation that is super embarrassing and this might be like why i have like a a thing a mental illness when it comes to like re- a mental illness. okay that's not the right word to use you know like a like ptsd when it comes to like phones coming out and recording during any sexual act even if it's kissing okay. so when i was in high school there was this dude i was dating and me and my friend went on a secret double date because we weren't supposed to be with boys mm-hmm. so we were in the movie theater told our parents that it was just us going and somehow i don't know how this happened well i know how this part happened <laughs> i sucked his dick in the movie theater mm-hmm. and we were young like and it was like you know how you would be hiding he put me under his jacket and i was sucking his dick during the movie well the next morning when i woke up my everybody knew in my house that i was sucking someone's dick in the movie theater last night how i don't know if you used to be like into like chain letters on emails like we, I was like me and my cousins and my friends we would always you know we didn't have cell phones so we would email each other jokes letters like just all types of stuff like that so yeah. I was emailing my cousin telling her what happened mm-hmm. we had a super old computer in the in the middle of the email the computer froze and I just turned it off and I never oh, went back to the computer and I had shit. always the whole time I thought that like my mom because they never told me how they knew about this the mm-hmm. whole time all my years of life I thought that someone had been in the movie theater like one of my mom's friends or <laughs> my dad's friends and told them but uh-huh. really on the computer when they when my mom and dad got up in the morning turned the computer on they the email popped up and they read it and I woke up and my mom and my sister were standing over me looking at me like and I was like what the fuck not what, what did the they fuck, say to you my mom was like we need to have a talk and we had like this whole sex talk we never really got to like the sucking dick in the movie theater part but my mom was like you know when you do certain things with boy, young boys at this I knew automatically knew right. how the fuck do they know I think Mecca ended up telling me that they knew uh-huh. and I was just like oh, I never want to be put in that situation ever again yeah that's pretty embarrassing embarrassing I left um, my cell phone at home one time or like in the car somewhere I left it Mm -hmm. and I needed it my and I was like texting the guy and I was texting him all kind of nasty shit how old um I was about 17 18 I was I had to be well I was 18 because I was a senior in high school um they found my phone and they went through my text messages and it was just the most awkward car ride ever and I was like, well, why would y'all go through my phone? And then me, I'm just like, that's my phone. Like, I pay for that phone. You don't need to go through my phone. So it turns into this big argument. And they're just like, you don't need to text people stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, Ugh, shut up. That's the worst conversation. It is the worst. And I'm still doing it. <laughs> I ain't learned no lessons. I it, it wasn't pictures or anything like that, but... Uh, who knows what I was saying? Probably some nasty shit I read in one of my mom's sex books or something or Cosmo. Who knows? <laughs> I think um, now I always wonder because I have that, my little sister. She's 18 and my mom thinks she's having sex. Why? Um, she just gets really paranoid. Mm. Um, and she was like, she just really loves her boyfriend so much. They spend so much time together and she's mm. sneaking out and lying about where she is. And so I was just thinking, you know, every time I was lying about where I was, it wasn't because I had a dick in my body somewhere. Right. Sometimes I just wanted to be out and I didn't want to come home because I thought I was grown because I had turned 18, you mm-hmm. know? 
And so she was talking about how she wanted to put her on birth control. And she was just like, I'm not about, she's not about to be having no babies. I was like, maybe you should have a conversation with her. I think that'll go a longer way. She was like, nope, I'm administering the pill every day. I'm not going to have any slip ups. I'm not going to have her lying to me about the pill. But I was like, you know, if she really is having sex and she really isn't using protection, that birth control pill, you still should not avoid the talk. I don't think I ever had the talk. Why? Was your, is your mom uncomfortable parents. having the talk? I don't know. I mean, I had a talk very young. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, like, I, I don't know what it is. I guess as we got older, um, she didn't she didn't have to tell us this is where babies come from mm-hmm. because we already knew. And we knew it, like, not from our friends in the street, but, you know, they taught it in school. They taught it all these other places. And she had told us, like, little things, but it was never anything too serious. And, like, the stuff that she says about my sisters, I'm just like, we didn't really have a talk about birth control. We didn't really have, like, I don't know if she just wasn't so afraid of me getting pregnant in high school. Mm -hmm. Like, she was of my other two sisters. But she, I think that has to be what it is. Because... We didn't have that talk, but she definitely had it with my sisters, both of them. So listen, I have the type of mom parents where literally every little chunk of age group, we had some type of talk about whatever you need to talk about. I remember we used to have to, we on a weekly basis, watch the Winnie the Pooh Stranger Danger when we were younger, younger. What? To make sure you understand what a stranger is, to make mm-hmm. sure we have all of that. If you even feel like some shit is about to happen, run. You know, we had the Stranger Danger talk. We had the molestation talk. Is anybody touching you? Like, we, we had, had that, that talk. talk. Then we had the period talk. My mom mm-hmm. would make my sister and I sit down with her, watch the movies about like, how the period works, when you might get it, what do you do, questions you ask, how it's going to feel, all this stuff, all the time, puberty, everything, and the same with my brother. And then we had, we definite, when we started our periods, we had the sex talk. My mom was like, now you can actually get pregnant now, even though you're only in fourth grade. I started my period super young. You were in fourth, fourth grade? Fourth fucking grade. I didn't, I was like, what, what the fuck is that? Like, I got mine in eighth grade. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was 14. Not fair. Yeah. And it was, it came and it came. It Girl, was it heavy. Came. It was painful. Like, I thought I was dying. I didn't tell my mom when I started my period. I didn't tell I her right just, away either. I was stealing her tampons and pads and stuff. And oh, then I she told was, her that night because I didn't know what the fuck to do. Oh, I knew what to do. I had read the little pamphlets. You know me. I, I just like to be prepared and research stuff. Maybe that's another reason. It was just like, I know the little girl been going through my tampons. She did have the molestation talk with us. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember that because, um, you know, my mom used to be a parole officer mm-hmm. and most of her clients were sex offenders. And so she used to tell us all of these different things and different traits and different things to look out for, for ourselves and for our friends. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't care who it is. If anybody makes you feel uncomfortable, if they touch you any kind of way, if it's happening to a friend, you need to come tell me and I'll handle it. Like, don't worry about it. Nothing's going to happen to you. You have to tell us. I always wonder... Um, how some people seem to be okay with having people who have molested children around their own kids. Like she would tell us so many stories about how these women would want to marry these uh, people who had just gotten out of jail for these sex crimes against children and they would have children and the guy would want to live with the woman and her kids. My mom was like, you can't, you must be crazy if you think I'm signing off on that bullshit. She was like, I used to get in trouble so much because I used to talk to them crazy when they came to me with these crazy ideas. Like you raped a little girl. You're not, I'm not signing off on you living with another little girl. Girl. And what's wrong with this woman? People are crazy. People are crazy. My sister, she's a news anchor, y'all, if you didn't know. And she did a story a couple years ago about this woman who was dating this like this convict. And he had raped people. He had molested children. She married him, moved her in the house with her what? three kids. And he murdered them, except for the mom. And I was just like, wow. And her youngest daughter, who was living in the basement, she got away. She was like 14. But her three little baby babies mm-hmm. killed him, raped him. I was like, wow. How the fuck do you put your... Oh. I just couldn't imagine. Like, you're supposed to be someone's parent and you're supposed to be there to protect them and make sure they're okay and then you put them in danger girl it's it's literally ridiculous it's really sad um so have you been having great sex lately um yeah you have i have uh but i think i should probably stop why because sometimes i feel like okay i'm having too much sex and i need to like slow it down i don't know i mean i'm not gonna stop today or anything but what you mean like 
<sighs> because I cannot have sex on my mind all day. But like, what's and too so, much? Is it like a weekly basis or like a every night? Like a every night. I think that's healthy. Um, but it's not healthy for my mind. Like during the day, if I have stuff to do, I cannot constantly think about fucking somebody, mm-hmm. you know, all day long. It's like, no, it's hot or cold with me. It's very, very, um, it's very few days where it's in between. So I'm just like, okay. Like today is one of those days I'm just like, okay. But most days I'm constantly thinking about it. Them chocolates might be working, Key. Well, this is the, I just bought them yesterday. I ain't uh, been eating them every day. Uh, I tried the chocolates. I'm still waiting on my little she orgasms pills. So I can tell y'all about that. Um, but then sometimes when I'm having sex, it's just like, mm, do I really like having sex or do I just like having regular sex? Like regularly having sex. Like, mm-hmm. am I really enjoying this or do I just like the fact that I have it every day? I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out. Um, yeah, that, I, you know, I don't know. But what I do know is that night when we had Marla on, I went home and I like tried some of the stuff that she was saying to try on my boyfriend. Uh huh. What and, did you try? Well, you know how she was just saying, you know, like be vocal about what you, now that I think about it, she said, don't do it in the bedroom, but I did it in the bedroom. <laughs> and, but I wasn't rude. I was just like telling him little things to do, like, oh, babe, like, like you know, trying different stuff. Yeah, trying different stuff. And, and he said I was getting on his nerves. He was like, what? He was like, do you think you're a fucking expert? <gasps> like, who are so you a Coach, I mean, he. I think he was just annoyed, kind of like if someone keeps like nitpicking on uh, like thing, like like let's say we go out to eat, and I'm like, you said you were gonna stop eating fried food, like you might get a little annoyed, and I was mm-hmm. like, am I being annoying? Like wh-? he was like, Medina, just shut up, and I was just like, oh. well, I mean, so did you t- did you try and talk to him about it again later? No, like, I was embarrassed because oh. when he was like, <laughs> do you think you're like doing everything right? And I was just like, well, yeah. Oh, but like, am I? Well, no, but oh, am I not? Like, wh- I want y'all to be able to have a conversation where you can Me both too. tell each other. I don't know. Maybe it always ends with somebody mad. Okay, so if he had done it like you did it, do you think you would have had a similar reaction to him? I think maybe at first I would have like if he was hitting it from the back and he like told me to do something. I think I'll look like. Like, you don't want him to tell you anything at all. No, I don't mind. Oh. You can tell. I wouldn't be mad. I think I would be shocked because he Uh-oh. doesn't do that. That's uh-huh. why I feel like I'm just busting it wide open and doing shit this right. Like, yeah. So I would probably be shocked. Like, hey, what's up? But he doesn't do that. So I'm like, well, look, mm. nigga. Marla said do this. Yeah. Like, I I think she tells you the right thing. He yeah. just wasn't receptive to it. You I do did, have to speak up. I asked him if he would go to one of her um, classes with me. He said he would go. Oh, which one do you think y'all would go to? I don't know. I want to go to one of her classes. So do I. Um, I really want the dirty talking class. I suck at that. Like, I, I really do. And I tried to, like, say something the other day. And I was just like, mm. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, I just felt awkward. And then I just, like, started sucking his dick. Because I just didn't know what to say. And it just makes me feel, a lot of times I feel confident when it comes to sex. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to talking dirty, like, I turn into a little child. I don't know what to say. Like, Isn't that so weird? It's so weird. It, like, sends me, ugh, I don't like it. It's like. On my shoulders, mm-hmm. I start to tense up a little bit. It gets so uncomfortable. There have and been certain like, people in my life who I'm just A1 with it. You would think this is my job. But then mm-hmm. there is a, there's like this other side of me where if you don't make me feel super comfortable, I'm whack as fuck also. I feel like a kid. Like, so like, okay, the person that makes you, that you feel like you're really good at it with, mm-hmm. do you feel like they initiate it or they no. they initiate the super nastiness of it like there was yes. this college dude that i was fucking with who was a fucking asshole but like right off the bat like right when we um our first time that we had sex which uh-huh. was like with hours of us meeting um <laughs> he was just like super nasty he was like i want you to get naked and i want you to spit in my mouth and i was like oh shit like this is about to be one of those nights where it's like we yeah. are just saying shit and we're like did i really do that and that's exactly how it was he was just I agree because when it's it, when it's a man who takes charge like that and then I can follow your lead I feel fine doing it but it's it's when I feel like I'm the one who has to initiate all the nasty ass shit then it's like in the back of my head is it's this like, too nasty is it too nasty I feel like you're a lot more conservative than I am mm-hmm. we've had conversations before and you said some things so now I'm wondering if you're looking at me different and right. I don't really want to think about all of that I want to feel comfortable so I can just be my true nasty self yeah it's like if you ask me what the nastiest shit is that I've done I need you to answer first because I've done some nasty shit if I tell you that I have shitted on someone's vibrator because they wanted me to you're gonna look at me and be like Okay, that's I didn't. That's much. not what I was. Yeah. And then I'm gonna be embarrassed. Or like, then when you say something like, "Oh, I had sex on the balcony," and I'm like, sitting here looking like, "What?" 
that's a beginner's level. That's not nasty. Right? That's literally happened to me before. And I was just like, I laugh. I thought it was a joke. And he was like, why are you laughing? You've never done that? I said, who hasn't done that? (laughs) Do people, the people who live places with no balconies? Like... (laughs) <laughs> it's really just, that's uh, why you gotta be careful who you do have dirty talk with because they yeah. might be like bitch what the, what happened to you when you were a child and honestly nothing happened to me <laughs> like I just like the nasty shit has somebody shit. asked you that no but you can sometimes tell when they're thinking it like when you do some shit with some people mm-hmm. it's like oh, I'm not wifing her up she's she's too yeah, nasty yeah I do get that I've gotten that vibe from a guy before and it's just like listen but did you die like you didn't die nothing bad happened you enjoyed it so maybe you should just open up your mind open up just a little bit more and you'll realize that you can have a lot better sex if you tear those walls down those mental blocks open up your booty hole right put a little tongue in it i don't understand why everybody is still so uh, about the booty hole i think people are starting to get get the swing of it i just keep having these conversations and i feel like niggas are just lying they're just lying about liking it and trying it and stuff. I was mm-hmm. having a conversation with some of my coworkers, and they were just like, "We heard you talking about it on the show, and you've talked about it a few times." I was like, "Yes, because I've I've done it a few times, and then I come back to work and I talk to you guys, or I talk to my other guy friends, mm-hmm. and they're acting like it's so nasty, or like if I'm having sex with a guy and I try and put my finger down by his butt, or I like start moseying down there with my I've tongue. I've never done that. They're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Everybody's getting all crazy, and I'm just like, all right, everybody, chill." out well not everybody but you know chill out like it just i just wish people would be more open i feel like i'm pretty open you are i mean we have a show about open i had a whole dick in my ass that i didn't (laughs) want there and i think that's probably that's probably the nasty shit i've done because an asshole is nasty and it's just like it's not like i'm prepared (laughs) for it like i was talking to my gay friends and they were like well it's a little different because you probably wouldn't expect that but they do. Yeah. And he, and so they were like, you know, I'm going to prepare for it. I'm not going to eat. I'm just going to do this and do my enema. Wow. All this stuff. And I was just like, I can never go through that much preparation. Thank God I have a vagina. Have you ever had an enema? No. I well, really want to get one. I went and got the, um, what is it called? The, the colon colon cleanse yeah which is, it's kind of the same thing yeah but i just it just wasn't like an at home me do it with a little squirt douchey bottle at home i went to uh, a place that's what i'm talking about done. going to a place there's yeah, like I went this to a cute place. little colonic bar that i saw online that's what it's called a colonic yeah i went and got one um i didn't enjoy it that much mm. it was I left feeling bloated and so she was like that's normal because Mm -hmm. you know they put all these fluids in and she did like a liver flush and a couple of other things and I thought it was going to be more painful going into my butt Mm -hmm. and it wasn't but it it was just like the worst diarrhea that you could imagine like that rumble in your stomach that's what it started to feel like in my stomach with all that stuff in there and I was just and you can see it come out out. Mm -hmm. I want to get one done so bad do it and I want to see like if you enjoy the experience because it was it was just an awkward feeling and they're like you're probably going to feel like you're constipated for a few days because we literally just cleaned everything out and I was just like well I shouldn't I don't want to be I wanted everything to be right I didn't uh, mm -mm. (laughs) have you ever had the vaginal uh, steaming no but I want to try that too I just be so scared I have a very sensitive vagina and I'm just like if the shit backfires yeah I want to try it though maybe maybe we can um, go one day because I do want to do that I haven't done the steams Mm -hmm. or there's like an infrared something Mm -hmm. and then there's um these yoni things. I think Marla talked about that. She did. She either talked about it or I saw it on our website both. Um, but they have these yoni things that are supposed to strengthen the muscles and then help with whatever chakra that is and some other like energy, spiritual things are supposed to go on I with it. I want to try it. <laughs> I haven't had anything going on down there. Like but- in a... Like going to a place to get a service done mm-hmm. in a while. I haven't Girl. had a Brazilian wax. I haven't got a Brazilian wax a couple weeks ago. And I was just literally like, why the fuck do we do this again? That shit is painful. That shit is painful. The girl was like, and people that tell me that they're just like, oh, I just lay there and take it. I'd be uh, like, the lady was laughing. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Girl, do I scream? I'd be screaming. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Now, ooh, ha, mm. like, it hurts. Like, and I'm just like, I don't know. Like, if it's just me, the shit hurts. 
shirts. Have you ever tried like taking a, a leave a Tylenol when I had my uh shit for my from my foot? What is it uh-huh. called? That pain medicine is super hydrocodone. Hydrocodone. I took a hydrocodone. Girl, I'm Nothing still gonna though. get it done because I like a bare vagina, but that uh-huh. shit hurts. I just lay there. It does hurt. I agree with you on that. But I be I don't sweating. Scream. Yeah, I sweat and I just lay there like this and it's just like ooh. <laughs> like I kind of jump, but I don't scream, girl. It's not like a. Oh, it's like a. Uh, ah, <laughs> like that. Like I wish good I could Lord. hear this. I bet it's funny. And I always it. say I'm gonna snap it, like just snap my face, and then I mm-hmm. get in there and I'm embarrassed. I'm like, they're probably like, Bitch, and then you don't want to drop your phone, right? I tried to, I tried to record myself getting in debt one time because I wanted to see like what my face looked like. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're pretty calm, and I'm just like, but it's hurting so bad on the inside. I just didn't want other people in the other little suites to hear me because like, then I was really gonna be going on in there. Right, then I was gonna be super embarrassed. I just, mm-mm. I need to make an appointment. Maybe when I get back. Oh, do you go to European Wax Center? No. I went there once and I hated the person who did it (laughs) because I felt like um, she must have been really new or something. I found that a lot of the hairs were just like broken. She wasn't actually pulling them out. And so then it's just like, then I'm bleeding and the wax is too hot. I'm telling you it's too hot. I just, Um, I got a sweet peach. And I really like them. I like sweet samba too, but I like sweet peach. And I usually get the Brazilian sugaring. Mm-hmm. Um, that way, I don't have that sticky wax left on me afterwards. And it's just sugar, lemon. You gotta and rip water. your drawers off of it. Uh huh. And it's just so uncomfortable. Then if you don't wear drawers and your clothes is stuck, like I used to try and wear like a sundress <laughs> to let it be flowy. But then you get out the car and it's like and all your lips are so, lips. just like there's a lot going on. Then you feel swollen and it's just uh, it's just a lot. It's tough being a woman like it is we'd have to do a lot of grooming a lot i was watching living single and they were talking about how guys they don't they don't do the stuff for us that we do for them as far as physical appearance goes a nigga will walk up with some hairy ass funky stanky ass balls and you just gotta suck a hairy it. ass back like booty your hairy uh, ass planet of the ape looking booty hole. And like, it's just like, you're a little musty. Like, Did you really scrub down there? And they don't care. I remember there was this athlete guy that I used to fuck with. And I feel like I've said this a lot. And his dick smelled like fish sticks. And I what? felt bad telling him. And I was like, if I if I smell like little fish sticks, you it's wouldn't gonna be, be a problem. It's going to be a whole tweet. Like what? <laughs> like, a whole tweet. But speaking of like grooming ourselves and making ourselves look good, I was having this conversation with some of my friends. And we were talking about how being a woman... We were talking about like what makes you feel pretty. And I was like, I don't like when women try to act like you don't like not receiving. You don't need a man's attention to feel beautiful. And I was like, I totally disagree with that. Like if you your whole life have never been hollered at by a man, I'm, I'm me, I'm saying me when I say you, I'm not saying you, I'm saying me. Mm-hmm. If I went out and people didn't try to approach me or no one ever told me I was beautiful besides my family, I I'm not sure how I would feel about that. If no one ever, you're always the the friend in the group that no one ever hollers at. Mm-hmm. And we all have a friend like that. At least, I mean, I do. Um, I was like, I just don't agree. I think attention feels good and it makes you feel beautiful. It might not be the end all be all, but the mm-hmm. shit does have some type of effect on you. I think it has an effect. I know like at times I feel like I am one of those people who sometimes feels like I don't need the attention, but it's like at some point you look at yourself and I've had attention and not had attention. So I know what it feels like, but it's it's a different feeling when you look at yourself and you're just happy with how you look and you're not, you're not thinking about whether you're getting that attention or not. So it's, so I think sometimes when people say that, it's not that they don't like it. It's just that that's not what I'm thinking about when I put myself together and I look in the mirror and I say, okay, it looks good. It's like, I can say, okay, it looks good before I even step out of the house and somebody right, says but something. But it's different coming from you because you have never been that girl where you've never received attention. You do mm-hmm. get attention. Right. Even that's on a rough day, you get so attention. So I don't know what a person who's never had it How would you feel if like? you never, like, let's say like five months went by and no one tried to holler at you. No one slid in the DMs. You were out and nobody really paid attention to you. Would you be like, dang... I don't know. Maybe because I know what it feels like to have attention. Um, it would feel some type of way, but it's really hard for me to think of what I would feel like if I never, ever had it. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Ooh, I don't know. That sucks. I was on Twitter and um, they were talking about pretty privilege. Mm -hmm. And so um, a lot of girls who are attractive girls or maybe they're the attractive girl in their friend group. They were talking about how they didn't think that that was a thing. And I was like, okay, bitches, come on. You know, and this girl, the girl I follow, she said the same thing. She was like, you know, if you're the friend who has to get all your girls in the club for free, you know, if you're the one who gets invited to the section and you need to walk first in the circle so that the people can um, invite you over you know the order that it goes and it may not be the same every place you go but you know certain times let homegirl go and first they know it and the, the other people if you're not the one who has to go first that time peep you know you might not verbalize it because that's uncomfortable you're not gonna be like hey i'm the bad bitch tonight i got the no that's <laughs> not you everybody gonna be mad but everybody else i know when i've been places with mariella who's pretty as fuck we've gone to certain places in miami and i know it's like okay she has to shine tonight Mm-hmm. She has to be the shiner because that's how we gonna get through because our hair is down <laughs> her booty hole. Like, like pretty privilege is a real thing. And if you try to act like it's not, you, you sound like Even white outside privilege. Outside of the club, yeah, it's just like, why do you think that that's not a thing? Everybody. Kn- I know that I have treated people different because I felt like they were more attractive than the other person. And then I had to check myself later. But it's something like if I see two people standing at the store or something mm-hmm. and one person looks mean ugly and angry and the other person <laughs> looks happy and beautiful I'm going to naturally talk to this other person a little bit nicer and I'm gonna feel like the other girl is a little roughneck you know and I that's just how it goes it goes that way with men and it goes that way with women and it's like <laughs> people people receive you different I was talking to my mom and she was just like uh, she had gotten her hair done and then like I did her makeup for her one day and she went somewhere and she was like I was just getting so much attention. Like, I know I'm cute, but I was looking extra cute. And it feels good. I said it felt good, didn't it? She was like, yeah. She was like, I just felt like everybody. It wasn't just the men, but I just felt like everybody was being nicer and they were going out of their way to help. I said, that's what happens when you look good all the time. You know, it's just a thing. It's a thing. I don't know why people act like it's not because I know like on days when I'm looking rough, people talk to me different. And let me tell you something. When I look rough, Kiki, you know, because you've seen me rough. It's not no kind of rough. When I look rough, I look homeless. Like like on days when I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. It's like. But you look rough to where you can still get hollered at rough. I'm talking about, think about the roughest you ever looked. You ain't put makeup on in about a week and a half. You know, when it's really all off, your lips kind of crusty. Your hair just came out the weave <laughs> wait, so it's still nap. Wait, what is the difference between not having on makeup today and not having it on in a week? Okay, so listen. Because <laughs> that- I'm like, I don't have on any makeup today. But you had it on yesterday. It's like different. Like some of the residue can still be on there when you really haven't worn makeup for like a week or so. At least with me, it's like it's really all gone. And then like, no, let me not have my eyelashes done. And they start to dwindle away because sometimes there's still a little residue left. And it's just like, oh, the bitch. Okay, well, maybe that. <laughs> I'm just really trying to think. <laughs> like, I, don't, I think these are dark circles that you're seeing up under my eyes. I went out Friday night, and then I had a little bit left Saturday, and then yesterday it was like, okay, it's all gotta go. It's gotta go, and I'm just gonna be. I don't feel like doing my hair. I got wet in the shower. Oh, well, I'm just going to rough it. And if you got a problem with that, I guess this won't be the week where everybody's super nice to me and going out of their way to buy me lunch. And then sometimes you might be shocked because you might look rough as fuck. And then a nigga's still like, damn, you look beautiful. That and you're always like, makes me feel uncomfortable. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm like, me? Like, I'm who you're talking? And then it's just like... But they don't ever look good. <laughs> and so I'm just like, first of all, why are you even trying to holler at somebody who's looking rough like this right now? Like, raise your standards, bruh. Like, what is going on? Uh, it, it's a weird thing. But I just couldn't believe that so many people were saying on Twitter that they didn't understand what pretty privilege is. And it's is. always the baddest bitches that are saying, I don't think that's a real thing. But shut up. It's a I thing. No, it is. That's a whole nother episode. Pretty I thought it was privilege. when we had Chichi on, we had Leticia on, um, Leticia, sorry, I said it the <laughs> black way. When we had her on the episode that was titled MILF, I can't remember what number it was. And she was talking about how she was like, I know I'm pretty as fuck. I like when people can just be honest. She was like, I know I'm a bad bitch and I can get whoever the fuck I want to, I mm-hmm. want to let somebody walk up in the studio. If I wasn't married, I could get them. And I was looking at her <laughs> like, well, goddamn, bitch. <laughs> I can't be I your mean, friend. <laughs> you too pretty. <laughs> what? Do you really feel that way? There are certain girls where I'm like, I, I know I'm going to be like 
having like a little envy really? towards you. <laughs> it, it is very rare, but it takes uh-huh. like a lot. You have to be super bad. Like your real hair is super long mm-hmm. and you um, make your own money. And mm-hmm. then I'm kind of like, God, this is like the old me. Now it's a little bit different. I'm older, but there was this girl I used to hang with in Miami. Um, and she is super bad and super. She makes money. She owns a hair company. Mm-hmm. And me hanging out with her at that point in my life, I had to stop because I started to get jealous. And I was like, I'm really? not a jealous bitch. And I think I just need to get my shit together first before I can do this. I was just like, she was talking to me about issues she was having. And it was like issues like, should I choose a range or should I get the Porsche? And I was like, <laughs> bitch, I can't pay my $500 rent. Right. Like, like it was like rich girl. Probably. Yeah. She want to go out every night and we are paying for it i was like now wait a minute well, i can't go to the strip club and spend my own racks i okay. simply can't yeah it's just like not gonna happen i've had some friends who were doing really well um but i kind of just used it as motivation but again like you i was like we can't hang out all the time <laughs> because um i don't want you to always feel like you have to carry me and I That's can't another carry thing. me right now. So, you know, hit me up later. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Maybe over coffee. You come over to my house. I'll cook. I or chill. I can come to your house and cook over there because it's nicer. You know, but uh, I can't be doing all that. And I'm not going to be the girl who's like doing the most to try and keep up with girl, everybody else. absolutely not. Like, Spending up money I don't have. Trying to buy a whole bunch of designer shit because that's what all my girls are wearing. Like, I don't, I've never really been that way because I'm just like, no. For my birthday in Miami when I was hanging out with her because there was a moment we were super close it was my birthday she was like hey girl get dressed we're going out mm-hmm. and I was like okay like so she gets these tickets to a baseball game really good tickets we ended up like leaving with one of the baseball players who happened to be her friend uh-huh. and she was like now I'm gonna take you to dinner we went to prime I think it's called prime 112 or mm-hmm. one something she she took care of everything and we were really ordering up a lot of shit like in my mind I was like I hope she's paying for this <laughs> because this is she did pay for it and then her birthday came up and she was like hey it's my birthday girl I was scared to go out because I was like um you think we about to pay for Where, that? You want to go cheesecake? <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, good Lord. But congrats to her. And I'm not in that envious state of mind anymore. But it definitely was a thing. I was like, yeah. I can't do this shit. I had a lot of, a new, well, they weren't my friends because I wouldn't hang out with them. But there were a lot of rich girls at Howard. And really? I, yes. Like a lot. Rich men and women. Mm. But it was like, they came from money. And these are things that they were used to. They were getting these bomb internships. They already had little businesses and things. And they were really making a lot of money. And so the things that they were doing, I was just like... Well, tell me again what your parents do. And I'm getting mad at my parents. Like, y'all really fucked me up in life because I should be a little bit farther along. And these girls, like, I was not thinking about taking exotic vacations to, like, Bali and shit. In college? For spring break that my parents were going to pay for. Like, it was just crazy. I remember I dated a guy. He's broke as fuck now, but he used to be rich. Mm. And he had, like, all these nice cars. His friends all had money. They used to spend money like it was nothing. I'm just like, these are college students. So that whole broke college experience, um, I did know a lot of guys who were willing to pay for everything. So, like, when we would go out and Mm -hmm. stuff. So it was like, I didn't really do a lot of the college parties because I wanted to go where they were going. And they wasn't trying to be at the college parties neither. Mm. neither. So we would be at the club spending money. But the girls, it was just like, I can't hang out with y'all because y'all are going to be upset because I'm going to be like, mm, can't go there because it costs you goddamn much. Like, that, in college is when I went natural because it wasn't because I was like, I'm, I need to do this for health reasons. Uh-huh. Girl, I was broke as fuck. I couldn't, I couldn't like afford to get my hair done. Oh. So it just got to the point where I was like, okay, well, I'm not getting perms anymore. And then Sade and I became best friends and Sade could do hair. Mm-hmm. So we would like exchange favors for each other and she would do my sewing back to back to back. And then when I couldn't do that anymore, I was like, well, I'm just, I have gone natural. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went because um, when people we're talking about the creamy crack and then I was like it is really damaging all the girls at Howard were going natural Girl. just to be like super black I guess I don't know mm-hmm. but um I'm glad I did I'm so glad I'm so glad I'm not a slave to that shit anymore. I cannot be- and, we- and it really was like you were a slave to it like I used to be like oh six weeks it's time for that and I really did not even need it right it's like my hair can get straight with heat it's not going to be naturally straight, of course, but it's just like I can I can press out my hair and I can do it myself. And like in college, like I would do my own perms. I didn't always go get my hair done. I've been able to do it, you mm-hmm. know, pretty decent Ooh, to I make it by. But yeah, to not have to do that the whole time, though, I was transitioning. I never did a big chop. I did like a Me medium either. chop. I like talked about chop. it like I was going to do it. And then I, was I like, know I it wasn't. Not. My head is too big, too round, and it's probably <laughs> funny shape. So I was just like, if I have like a little inch of hair, like a little baby fro and I'm walking around like a natural mom for real I don't think that's gonna be cute it wasn't gonna be cute on me I'm gonna be looking like a Jackson 5 member and I just don't wanna do that yeah but shout out to the girls that do it 
<laughs> yeah, shout out to y'all. Even the ones who probably shouldn't have done it. Because I know I had my soul in the whole time. The and I just whole kept, damn time. I kept taking it out and rebraiding it, taking it out, rebraiding until I could cut all that perm off. And then I was like, okay, I'm good. I'll give me a cute little bob. Yep. Rock that and see what it does. Thank goodness. Thank that goodness. is over. Teen natural all day. And now in the summertime, like there was so my my life was so limited. Like I wouldn't work out because I'd be like, dang, I don't want to sweat my hair out. Yeah. Not swimming. Now I'd just be like, well, well. Yeah, because you couldn't swim right after because of chlorine, all your hair would fall out. You couldn't really dye your hair. You had to wait a while. We natural now, like, y'all. It's a lot. I want to dye my hair again, but we'll that's it. another story. I don't know. I think I want to do some browns and blondes. Mm-hmm. Like do some different colors in and mix it all up. But I don't know. And then I kind of want a haircut. I'm so indecisive. So I think I'm just going to make another wig. Get it, girl. And see what happens. Probably a short one. We'll see. Y'all let me know if you have some ideas for some looks. And um, I guess we can move on now to Indecisive Diane. Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter, DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Okay, Diane, so give us a cute little date spot. It's starting to get warm outside. What do you have for us? Hey, ladies. Okay, so listen, there is this cute, cozy little ice cream parlor. They serve American throwback classics, creative flavors, all that good stuff. If you meet a guy like on Tinder or something and you're just not sure how the conversation's going to go, you don't really feel like you want coffee, go get some ice cream. It's getting hot outside. You can have your little butt cheeks out. You know what I mean, Diane? Me and Kiki are too old to have our butt cheeks out. Okay, well, you know what I mean. There's this place. It's called Butter and Cream. It's another one that's in downtown Decatur because I love it. Here's the address. It's called 416. The address is 416 Church Street, Decatur, Georgia, 30030. They open at 8 a.m. They close at 10 p.m. Check it out. I had the Kona coffee scoop. It's super cheap. You're going to love it. It's cool people walking around super style. Okay, thanks, Diane. No problem, ladies. Bye. That place was really good. Was it? Their ice cream is super. Like, I was like, wow. Like, hmm. I love ice cream. I love ice cream. And I haven't had real ice cream in a minute. I've been doing the coconut cream. I was like, uh, today, a bitch about to cheat. <laughs> it was good. I uh, I like to make ice cream, too. Do you ever make it? No. Why are you making that fast? I don't even know how cream? to make it. How the fuck do you know how to make ice cream? I just like to learn. Who things. are you? <laughs> I feel like I'm learning so much about Kiki because she can paint like fucking Picasso. She's making I, uh, ice cream like I that racist fun- fat white lady. What's oh, Paula Dean. Yeah. I don't know y'all gonna be mad, but I really did like Paula Dean. And sometimes <laughs> I still make her recipes. And if you got something to say about it, fight me. Um, my great, 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 great. No, my great aunt, she is the one who initially taught me like how to cook and um when i would spend time with her in the summer she just made the best everything Mm. and she has a reputation for it and i was like she's just so classy and she cooks so well she's Mm. always a great host i want to be like her when i grow up so she taught me how to make ice cream like she had a peach tree in the backyard she would pick the peaches make homemade ice cream put the peaches in there she made everything from scratch there were no box mixes or anything and she was just like you're not a real woman if if you're doing all that so you know you need to learn these things and so i learned girl is it I like a to, long process or is it quick? Um, it takes a long time to make it freeze. But the when you're cooking the, the base for the ice cream, that's mm-hmm. quick. Wow. It's just, you know, cream, sugar, flavor and things like that. Just, you know, taking your time. But the freezing, that obviously has to take time because mm-hmm. you do have warm liquids that need to become frozen. Wow. And then you just put it, you put it in an ice cream maker. It's not like I'm hand churning it. Mm-hmm. Like it's not <laughs> like 1920. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a machine and it'll get it to the right <gasps> consistency. But Bluebell has always been my favorite ice cream, like the homemade <laughs> vanilla. And hers used to taste like that. And I was like, this really does taste homemade. I love that it. That sounds like a fun summer activity. It is. Maybe that's something you could do with your nephew. Yeah. Teach him how to make some little ice cream or something. With, with his parents, it's going to definitely have to be like some coconut cream. Well, I never made that, but I'm sure, you know, similar process. We'll it's try. Freeze. Everything will freeze. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I got so off topic. But um, yeah, well, that, that sounds fun. Maybe I'll try that place. I've not been there before. And now um, I guess we can move on to the advice and then our cocktails. Okay. You want me to read the first advice? Yes. 
Okay, so <clears throat> anonymous. Okay. So she says, hey, I really enjoy your show. Hey, I really enjoy your show. I have a question to pose. Everyone always talks about spitting and sucking dick extra sloppy and eating pussy sloppy. Do y'all have any tips on how to make it super wet and sloppy? I'm just saying, sometimes the mouth just becomes dry. It does become dry. It sure I've does. I've experienced that. Um, one, drink lots of water. Right before you're about to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, just add that into your lifestyle if you find that your mouth is getting dry. And even keep a bottle of water, like, by, like if you're about to do it, have a bottle by his bed or your bed. Mm-hmm. It's okay to take a break, take a little sip. Sometimes, too, I think if you incorporate, like, fruit and, mm. like, juicy things, it's going to make your mouth salivate. Mm-hmm. And so then, like, maybe you can eat, like, a strawberry. You can do it real sexy. Mm-hmm. Kiss him. That helps. So you can just take some of his spit. That kind of sounds nasty, but... If you're in the moment and you really like him, it's it not nasty. Be, but just saying it, it sounds... It just take some of his spit. But yeah, take some of his spit. Also, um, if you suck his dick and at first it's a little dry, go deep, as deep down on his dick as you can. It'll make you gag a little bit. And that naturally makes your saliva glands like get super watery. And then careful. from there, just keep going. <laughs> I threw up on a dick the other day doing that. And Ooh, I was just, but it was like, it didn't, it didn't come all the way out, but it was just like one of those where you had to catch in your mouth and swallow it. It was just like, you're the real you know, when your, your chest does that thing. Every time I have done that, I'm like, I can't believe I just swallow some throw up. I think about that too. And then it's just like, ew, now I have that tart taste in my mouth. I'm not going to go brush my teeth. Hold on. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Um, but girl, I'm trying to think of what else. With the pussy that. though, you can't deep throw up. You just got to drink some water and spit on that. Like you yeah, can't. just spit on it. Um, and also like have him touch you. I think that like sometimes I feel like I start to dry up a bit if it's just too much pounding. Mm. It's just like, come on, nigga. Like you, you need to touch me. You need to kiss me in other places and not just like like in my mouth or on my cheek or my neck, but like like how you talked about your collarbone, mm-hmm. that little pocket. That's yeah. a good one. The back of your uh, knees. That one's weird, what? but it's... It, it, Try it. Girl, try that. It, uh... I don't know what it does, but I like it. The inside of your thighs, just like other places. Think about the places you never think to touch. It might send that little shiver that's going to make you a little bit juicier. Really? Yeah, try it. And don't go fast. You don't. I don't know why bitches be trying to go super fast when you first start something. Go slow. There yeah. you go. Tell us how it turns out. Yes, thank you. Um. Okay, next one. Okay, this one is short. Uh, my boyfriend is really possessive. He calls me all the time when we're not together, and I feel like he always wants to catch me in a lie. Do y'all or have or, do y'all or have you ever dated a possessive man? What can I do to make him trust me and chill the fuck out? <laughs> I definitely have dated a possessive man. My boyfriend right now is possessive. Like literally there when we first started dating, like we've been together off and on for like six years. For like the first four years, he just got good. The <laughs> nigga would I mean you could ask any of my friends. We would be out somewhere having a good old fashioned time and I would get so fucking embarrassed because Carlos would blow my phone up. I am not lying. Like within a minute, I was surprised at within that minute how many times he could make my phone ring. <laughs> I used to be cussing his ass out. I would say things to him and I'm not gonna suggest that you do this, but this worked for me. I would tell him, like, I you know, I watch Lifetime and I feel like the next your next move is gonna be going upside my fucking head. If that's what you're planning on doing, nigga we need to break up now because the way you blown up my goddamn phone it's abusive that's what i did but i'm okay that might not work for you yeah uh that's not bad advice though and if he doesn't trust you he doesn't trust you and i don't i don't know that that's ever going to change so maybe think about do you think he's do you really think he's gonna do something crazy to you because some of these dudes will yeah like maybe evaluate that and have a talk with him and just let him know like i feel like you really don't trust me and i don't know what i've done to make you feel that way and i'd rather talk about it than you questioning my every move and trying to catch me in a lie because it's some bullshit and one more thing. I did this to Carlos, too. What? One time I, when he was doing something really important, I mm-hmm. did it to him. I called him like 50,000 fucking times. He was so mad. I said, how's it feel? I was like, babe, I miss you. Hey, babe, where are you at again? Hey, babe, who are you with? Hey, can you post a picture on Instagram and tag where you're It was so fucking annoying to him. He was like, wow, I get it. Do you fucking get it? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys ever need some advice from us, send it to cocktails at ATL at gmail.com. And now I can move on to our cocktails. Once upon a time, not long ago, I was a ho, 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 was a ho, ho, ho. 
Do you want to go first or do you want me? You go first. Okay. So I, um, I don't know what happened to me this particular day. This is a while ago, but I had stayed the night at a guy's house that I had been dating for a while. And when I woke up, I was extremely embarrassed because apparently the night before I'd been really, really gassy. You guys, I was farting all night long and it was loud and he said you know one of them smelled pretty bad he was like I was really concerned I was like is she okay and I tried to wake you up and you wouldn't wake up but he was like you just kept farting so I just went and slept on the couch and I was like wow that's embarrassing he was like are you okay do you want me to get you some medicine and I was just like I just I'm gonna go home now I like would have been that, I was so, so and, and I was really gassed. And you're and like really it letting it loose. Because when you're sleeping, you don't, it's like. Because I know when I'm at home by myself or when I think about myself, I will let it out. And sometimes <laughs> it is loud and it's just, it's just like a big old tuba. And I don't know. I'm just like, okay, maybe I had too much broccoli this week. I really like broccoli. Broccoli makes me gassy. I got to slow down on the broccoli and the Brussels sprouts, you know, and I'm just like, oh, I got to be more conscious of these things when I'm going to spend the night. Maybe I'll just have crackers and water or something. I don't, oh. I don't know, but that's my cocktail. My nephew just learned how to say broccoli and it's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my cocktail, it randomly came to me the other day because I got a prank call and I was like, who the fuck is still prank calling people? Oh my God. So when I was in college, there was this dude with leave his name out of it because he's like a gospel singer now a very <laughs> successful one and he could he can sing his ass off he would come to my dorm and sing to me he was really nice but he was like corny nice I, I knew he never had a chance but he was so sweet that I was you know I was nice to him uh-huh. um, he had this huge crush on me he would always ask to take me on dates always got me a Valentine's Day present a birthday card always super sweet so when we were um, at home for Christmas break I was in Texas I don't know where he was from but he was there somebody called me and said, is this Medina? And I was like, yes. And my mom, I think, was like doing my something with my hair. I'm sitting in the kitchen with my family. And I was like, yeah, this is Medina. He was like, well, hey, do you know such and such? And it was the guy. And I was like, yeah, I know him. And somebody snatched the phone and was like, nigga, we just kidnapped this motherfucker. We about to blow his brains. I mean, Kiara, when I tell you it was what? so scary, I put it on speakerphone. I was like, oh, my gosh. They were like, we have him tied up. We about to kill this nigga. And I was like, they were like, he's we're holding him ransom. And I was like, what ransom? is happening right now? I was like, so I put it on speakerphone. I'm like, mom, I was a freshman in college. I I really did. it didn't sound like a joke mm-hmm. and I was letting my mom listen my dad they're like okay we're gonna call the police and let them hear do you know it was a whole entire joke and he was oh like I was God. just trying to get your attention for what you have my number Kiki I went off on him I said don't you ever fucking call my phone again I thought somebody was about to get their head blown off on the phone with me we're calling the police yeah. are you fucking kidding that's what you're gonna do to get somebody goodbye like there's funny prank calls that you can do it could have been something else he recently sent me a message on Facebook and he apologized he was like I don't even understand why the fuck I did that well that's good that he apologized even if it was 10 years later right I didn't like, even respond because that really was I was like I mean, what could you say that's fucked up I would be mad Imagine all the emotions. All of the emotions. I was that crying. You, I was like, oh my God, please don't kill him. You got your mama and your daddy all concerned. <laughs> they trying to help out. Like, what the fuck? They're like, what are you What are you involved in at school? We knew we shouldn't let you go to a black college. Like, <sighs> there's my cocktail. Oh my goodness. Okay, well guys, if you ever have any confessions or cocktails of your own that you would like to submit, send them in to us, cocktails at ATL at gmail.com. And as always, um, don't forget to follow us at Cocktails Podcast. I'm at Coffee Bean Dean. And I'm at Kiki Said So. And until next week, you guys, goodbye. Our new called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.
Bye. Bye. Wait on the track. Wait on the track.